Welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 29. And today I want to kind of do just a, kind of a level set, try to, since this is going to be about the 30th episode coming up here pretty soon. And so I just want to kind of go over what the whole point of this whole podcast is for. <clears throat> and as the title basically says, obviously, Solo Travel with Darren, but it doesn't quite say what I'm trying to do here is what I'm just trying to do is provide tips and um, I guess help for guys who want to travel the world solo. Um, I may have talked about that in the first couple episodes and that was like the whole point of this podcast because it's kind of interesting, ironic, and surprising to me that when you travel the world, you will see probably out of the solo people who travel, you will see probably 75% of the solo travelers are women. And girls travel um, by themselves, and, and guys just don't. You just don't see it. And the numbers bear that out, too. I'm sure if you do a quick Google search, you'll see that there's just not many guys traveling around the world solo. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if I, I, maybe guys just aren't curious enough or whatever, but I always kind of thought that it was because um, I thought it'd be the opposite way because just of the safety factor. I mean, when you're a guy, you can walk home from a bar at two o'clock in the morning and you know, you're going to be okay. Um, so, but it's just surprising that there's more women traveling solo um, around the world than there is guys. And so that's why I kind of started this whole podcast. Um, this whole podcast is basically to say, if you're a guy who is in his thirties or forties and has, you know, has a little bit of money or whatever and can spend money on traveling, um, this, this, you know, the instructions or the guides will help you because everything online, on YouTube, on other podcasts, on blogs is all about traveling on a budget. And that's fine, obviously. Um, or it's traveling to um, places, well, I guess it's the same thing, where you're traveling places that are super, super cheap, and you can live off $1,000 a month in your, you know, on your internet, doing your internet business. And so, um, it, but there was never really anybody talked to me specifically on solo travel. And so that's, the, that's kind of like the whole point of this. And and what I wanted to do is, well, first of all, let me back up and I'll just kind of tell you what I was looking at um, for the last five years, really. Um, but there was never really a something, I guess, that I that spoke to me. I mean, I, first of all, I obviously read the uh, Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss way back when, and that was kind of like the catalyst for this type of traveling and trying to you know work from the computer and all that. But then. When I started traveling, I, I first followed a kid called um, Philogico, and his YouTube video, his YouTube channel is um, English in Siberia. If you just put that in the search bar, he'll come up. But anyways, he's a guy, he's a black guy, probably about 30 years old, who lives in, um, in Siberia, in Russia, and he's been there for probably 10 years, I think, maybe five, five years, whatever. But anyways... Um, I started following his travel, his channel first, and then I found uh, a guy named Jabril Argaro. Jabril Argaro. He runs a uh, he runs his own YouTube by that name, Jabril. But then he also has a YouTube uh, Passport Heavy, 
And um, I've been following that uh, YouTube channel for probably three or four years also. But, um, and then I follow Minority Nomad. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, his real name. Um, but anyways, it's just type in Minority Nomad in the YouTube channel. He'll come up. And then I also follow Walter's World. It's a family travel um, YouTube channel. Super, super popular. And But I've been following them for about three years too. And so from that kind of list, you can see that none of those guys are really um, speaking to me. I mean, it's it's first of all, they're all a lot younger than me. And, you know, uh, Walter's World is for family travel. Um, minority nomad he's in i think southeast asia and doing the kind of the online business deal um drabil is always what he i think he lives in uh i guess he lives in london i think maybe, maybe london or um gosh i'm not really sure where he's at now but anyway so but anyways he's in uh, I think in London, but he's always on video. He's always with a bunch of people, just a big party, real um, extrovert, gregarious guy. And But he has cool places that he goes to. He has a really cool YouTube channel. But I just didn't see myself as that, as a traveler with a big you know, entourage and all that stuff. But, um, and so that was, you know, there, so I've kind of taken a bunch of algorithm, <coughs> a combination of the guys that I follow and try to create my own unique podcast and YouTube video, YouTube channel, which is Darren's travel tips. Um, and again, it, the whole point is to give up tips and guides to solo travelers like myself on that YouTube channel and this podcast. It's the same thing. Um, and which brings me to another problem, I think, with this podcast and with my YouTube channel in that um, I'm a lawyer by profession. I've been a lawyer for 20 years, and I have a very hard time not giving almost like lawyer advice or preacher advice or teacher advice. And so I know when I'm talking on a podcast or I know when I'm doing a video on YouTube, I'm supposed to, I guess, tell stories and be entertaining and all that. And I, I have a hard time doing that because I just think that the person watching or listening to my information just wants to know the answers to their questions. I mean, they don't need a story. They don't need the backstory. They don't need my origin story. They just want to know, you know, tell me how I get from the airport to the city center. You know, that's what I think that people know. That's, that's what I would want to know, again, when I follow people and listen to podcasts. I just kind of want the answers, you know, and I, but I'm understanding that I'm supposed to, as a content producer, I'm supposed to be, you know, tell stories and be entertaining and all that. So I'm trying, I'm trying to get better, but it's still, again, you know, old habits die hard where it's just like, Hey, um, I've been given, I've been giving people advice my whole life. I mean, you're a lawyer, you're a counselor. That's, that's the whole point of what your job is, is to give people advice. So but with that said, though, I uh, this whole thing is really what I wish that I had when I first started traveling four years ago. Well, really, 15 years ago, but not until um, seriously the last four or five years where I always just kind of wanted just a step-by-step guide of what I need to do from getting my, pa- my passport to 
you know, how to how to sleep on the airplane or like when you can get up and move um, seats traveling on an airplane, things like that. I just, I, I obviously I found all that information. I found it over the last five years and my kind of my whole point of this podcast and the um, YouTube channel is so that you don't have to go through the five years that I went through trying to go through, trying to gather up all this information. And some of the stuff I obviously learned the hard way. I mean, I think I mentioned that I was when I first flew to Vancouver, Canada, and from the airport to my hotel was about a forty-minute. Uh, I mean, it was a forty-dollar taxi ride. And after a couple of days, I figured out the train system. And when I went home, I took the train. Uh, oh yeah, when I was leaving Vancouver, I took the um, train from my hotel to back to the airport, and it was like seven dollars. So. You know, it's one of those things where nobody told me that you could save $33 or whatever um, not taking a taxi. And that's kind of what, you know, and, and again, obviously that type of information is on the Internet somewhere, I'm sure. Um, but I didn't find it. I didn't find it from the guys that I was following. And so that's the whole point of this podcast. Um, and something else, and again, not as drastic, I guess, but. Um, I wanted to know, you know, when I first traveled to Europe back in 06, I guess it was, when I was down at my local Wells Fargo bank and I was getting out, um, I guess it was euros at the time. I think they just changed the euros. And then I think I had to get like London pounds or English pounds or whatever. And then some maybe the Swiss currency or whatever. Um, And so I got all that stuff about two weeks before I left and took it with me when I went over to Western Europe, but that's obviously not needed. And I don't know if it was needed then, but it's surely not needed now in 2020 In 2020, you would never go to, or you don't have to, I should say, you definitely don't have to go to your local bank and get the currency of the place that you're going to. And, uh, um, and take it with you. So that's just one of the, just the little things or the practical things that I didn't know that I hope to share with you on this podcast and on my YouTube channel too. And then similar to that, um, again, if you've never been overseas or you haven't never been over to Eastern Europe or you've never been to Russia or whatever, um, you might wonder, hell, if you go and you go to the bus stop and you're trying to get a bus ticket or you're trying to grab cash out of the ATM or whatever, you might wonder, well, how the hell am I going to do that if I don't speak Russian or I don't read Cyrillic? Well, you know, the reality is that Every type of kiosk I've ever seen in the world, and I'm pretty sure everywhere in the world, they always have an English option. And again, people just don't tell you that. So if you're walking around the bus stop and you're afraid to go to the little kiosk machine and get your ticket, and you just so you go to the cashier, um, but you can just go to the kiosk and punch in the English option, um, English option button, and then you know just get your ticket just like you would back here in the states. So. It's those tips and just the step-by-step stuff that I want to provide on this podcast. And then, and I know, obviously, I'm not tone deaf. I know that now nobody's traveling. I know we're in the middle of the coronavirus. Um, But like everybody, hopefully you can take this information, store it somewhere, um, and then have it for when you, for when we can travel again. Um, that's kind of the whole point of all this. Everybody at least should be accumulating new skills or accumulating new information or just getting ready 
um, while we have this downtime, while we can't do anything, so that when we can, you come out a better person and you have more skills and you have more, um, you know, more options. I mean, that's the whole point. The last thing you want to do is to come out of the corona lockdowns and the world being locked down and being the same exact person you were back in February of 2020. So anyways, um, that's kind of the whole point of this. I mean, no real point of the podcast, this the, this podcast episode, just more kind of just to kind of reset to tell you or to remind you what this whole podcast is about. Um, and if you like information on solo travel, if you want information on solo travel, if you're thinking about going somewhere by yourself, um, this is the podcast for you. So um, that's it for today. If you have any questions, obviously, please leave me a comment or a review on Apple Podcasts it is. And if you would, please check out my um, YouTube channel, which is Darren's Travel Tips. Darren's Travel Tips. And just put that in the search bar and it'll come up. Um, once again, thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next week.